Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Okay, let's get into this word. Praise, praise team, man. Y'all are, that was. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Jovita. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, praise team. Thank you, musicians. I was down there just enjoying the presence of God and uh, the songs of the Lord. That's a weapon as well during these times. I want y'all to know we're talking about impenetrable weapons during these times. Uh, praise, we know, is a weapon. Your praise is a weapon. When you praise God, when you, when you open your mouth, whew, when you open your mouth and praise God, there are literal things that happen in the atmosphere. First of all, your tone sends a vibration. Let's, let's talk naturally. If you want to talk naturally, you, you can break the silence with your voice. You understand what I'm saying? If you're in your room and you're going through torment and you're going through stress, do not keep your mouth shut. You understand? Good thoughts doesn't erase bad thoughts. Good words erase bad thoughts. Do y'all hear me? Don't sit there and try to, let me just get a better thought. And you're just sitting there, you're flicking channels. Maybe Netflix will give you a good thought. Maybe a light movie, like a cartoon or something. No, no, no. Words are the weapons against the warfare of the mind. Don't sit there stressed for two hours. You could cut that out in ten minutes with just, thank you, Jesus. Y'all missed what I just said right there. I'm trying to, Jason, you feel me right there? You can cut all that. But what if you know, but what if that happened? Thank you, Jesus. But, and then it keeps coming harder. You just, thank you. You just go even harder. And I can tell this is foreign to us, and I'm weirded out because we're the believers in here. We're the ones that have the advantage of praise. We're the ones that have the advantage of his name. We're the ones that have the advantage of the spirit. We're the ones that have the authority in the earth, but we do not use it. But when you open your mouth and say, I will bless you, in you. Lord, I bless you. I bless you at all times. When you're confused, you can just open your mouth and say, I'll bless you at all times. Somebody say, hallelujah. Come on, raise your voice and say, hallelujah. Woo. When you learn how to open your mouth and praise God, it's like a bouncer clearing the way, rolling out the red carpet. Watch out. Watch out, it clears the way, it clears your thoughts, it clears your path, so you can hear God clearly, so you can get wisdom clearly. Your ways are cluttered with your thoughts. You unclutter your path through praise. And the more quiet you are, the more cluttered your thoughts are. And I'm not trying to get you loud in church. What I'm teaching right now is not even for church. I'm talking about when you home in that kitchen, when you home in that laundry room, you ain't even got to scream it, but just say, I trust you. I believe you. 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 You ain't even got to scream it, but use your power. The death and life is in the power of your tongue. What are you using your mouth for? What are you using your words for? Stop complaining. Stop cussing. Stop just singing lyrics to hip-hop and R&B. It's time to get your life, your mind in order. And when you praise God, He aligns your mind. 
When you pray and praise God, he aligns your mind. Non-praisers have no control of their mind. Non-prayers are stressed. When you use the power of your tongue, praise God. That's a weapon. You ain't got to use it. Y'all can sit there like you're looking at me right now like, cool. And just be stressed. I'm not. Be stressed arrested. I'm just saying, those who don't use it have no room to complain. That's all I'm saying. Because some people know what the problem is and have no interest in fixing it. I know people like that too. Irk the life out of me. They irk the life out of me. Because my whole life is dedicated to helping people. And nothing irks me more than somebody who don't want to be helped. Why are you here? For some youth, they're saying, my mom brought me. Well, for your parents, why are you here? These are the instructions. Never mind. It's true. It's really true. We should be coming to church out of obedience, not necessity. I want to fellowship with my brother. I want to fellowship with my sister. I want to feel the, 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 the fellowship of the saints. Not I'm so desperately stressed out and I got so much that I need to. No, no, no. I'm coming here because I believe in the fellowship of the saints. My life is in order. My mind is at peace. My heart ain't trouble. It's not that I'm so desperately needed to be here. I want to be in the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, man, let's go to the house of the Lord. You don't need to be at a club. So why do you need to be at church. I want to be here. I want to worship him. I want to give him the glory. I want to. Never mind. If you're only here because you need to, you'll sit like this. Till we serve you what you need. This ain't that. Your seat don't recline. This ain't that. This is where you enter into his gates. I'm about to run alone. How? I know I'm yelling a little bit. I'm going to talk in a few. If you're here for the first time, give me about five minutes. You didn't hear my wife. She said on the way here, we had warfare. The enemy was fighting us to get here today. I almost turned the car around literally and went back home. But I said no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I refuse to preach it and not live it. I refuse to tell you and not do it myself. So excuse me before I get into the word that you may need. I gotta pray them. I said I got to pray them. All right. Hallelujah. I bless you anyway. I praise you anyway. The enemy is trying to stop me. The enemy is trying to stop you, but though he slay me. Liv, I thought about doing it in the town today. I thought about giving it up today. I thought about Liv don't need it anyway. Liv will be all right. And it ain't just about Liv, it's about my heart and my mind. And the devil is a faithful liar. The devil is faithfully defeated. The devil 
is faithfully under my feet. Please give me a few minutes. I've got to give him the glory. Because when I praise him, never mind, I'm sorry. Don't give up before the goodness. Don't give in before the goodness. I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'd have gave up unless I believed to see the goodness. If you believe God is good and you believe good things are happening to you, don't give up before you see the goodness. Almost gave up, man. But I ain't feeling sorry for myself. That's just warfare. That's just warfare. You're going to preach. This is not my warfare, but just warfare how it works. You're going to preach. What if they don't listen? What if you don't? What if you ain't prepared? What if it's like, ah! Anyhow, <laughs> no matter what comes my way, hallelujah, anyhow, oh God, till my night turns to day, hallelujah, <laughs> no matter what comes my way, let's go, hallelujah, the enemy telling us why it won't work, why you shouldn't do it, why, and it's a, it's a faithful conversation. Yeah. Don't never let up. You just read the scripture, yeah, but, 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 you know your mama, you know your aunt, you know your aunt, you got to do that, warfare. What if the, what if the votes are, for, I don't know what we war over. I don't know if it's politics for you, the government for you, Trump or Biden for you. I don't know if it's your job situation, your husband, your wife, your money, your family, your friends, man. 
Maybe it's the health in your body. Maybe you feel weak in your soul. Maybe you feel all alone. But hallelujah, anyhow. Let that be your response to all warfare, man. Hallelujah, anyhow. Hallelujah. In the house. On the way here today, we was like, Hallelujah. In the house. Almost turned around, but Hallelujah. In the house. Almost threw it away, but Hallelujah. In the house. Almost gave up. Hallelujah. for Jesus anyhow. I got news for the devil. We ain't going nowhere. We shall not die but live. Let me give y'all this. Declare the works of the Lord. <laughs> Joe back there yelling, we got victory. Y'all don't hear them back there yelling like, <laughs> we've got victory. <laughs> I would have gave in to the temptation of giving up. And it's not giving up like ending my life. It's just certain things you're just like, Ugh. forget it. Uh, and live was one of those things. And I couldn't believe it. Because of how much I love what God is doing here. I couldn't believe this was on the option, the chopping block option. But I just realized just how human I really am. And how anything can happen to anybody. It was going so well. Why did he just leave the chair? Warfare. Warfare. Even if pastors have addictions, like drug addictions. It's not the addiction all the time. It's what they think about it. I'm going to be a pastor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I just need to, you know what I'm saying? It's what you think about it. It's really not about anything you're in. It's not about nothing you go through. It's not about nothing you go through. Nothing you are in. It's all about you. You can be in snow. Put a jacket on. You could be at the beach. Put shorts on. You can do what you need to endure anything. So it's not about the climate you're in. It's about how well-dressed you are for it. If life is beating you up, you must got the wrong clothes on. Put on the whole armor. Woo. Of God. You should be able to sustain anything. You. You. 
as a whole man, as a whole person, as a whole soul, as a whole woman, as a whole family. You should be able to sustain anything as a young person, as a 13-year-old, as a 9-year-old, as a 90-year-old. You, God has put in you the ability to endure. Endure sometimes means adjust. People feel like they can't endure it because they're refusing to adjust. Now you might not be able to go through this screen. It's an iPad tied, but you can endure it if you adjust. Those who have to be you and you can't budge, you will fail. Because the purpose of some storms is to augment you. It's to change you into the shape of the key needed to open up your next level. It's a locksmith just chiseling you down. And chis All right, I'm good. I'm smooth. And he's still chiseling. I'm good. And he's still chiseling. <laughs> because you have to fit the next level. I would have gave up. Like I said, let me get y'all out of here. I ain't trying to be long. I'm just going to holler at y'all for a minute. Get y'all out of here. Because I better have my own song. I've learned to lean on certain impenetrables, right? My hope. My hope. Okay, Ty, I know whatever you're going through, you're going through. It's been a crazy week for me, y'all. Horrible week. Uh, but a great week at the same time. Because I'm here. So as bad as your week has been, you're greater than it because you made it. <laughs> Tuesday didn't make it to Sunday, but you did. <laughs> never make it to Wednesday, but you always do. You should look at some days like, I bet you won't be here tomorrow, though. Y'all not with me yet. Where live at? Y'all need to look at your Thursday like, all right, but Friday coming. It's almost the weekend. You won't be here, but my joy will. You won't be here, but my... <laughs> Why get mad at a day that won't even make it to the next? I'm sorry, y'all. Now, no, I'm feeling good now. I don't know what I'm going to say now. Let me get y'all out. I feel good after church. Let me say. I would have gave up hope, hope, impenetrable. Never let anything take your hope. Somebody scream, I hope. I hope. Yo, it's not happening, though. How do you think it's going to happen? I don't know, but I hope. You don't have to have the answers to hope. In order for you to hope, you don't have to have all the answers. Don't wait till you have all the answers to hope. You can just hope. Because you can hope in God. You understand what I'm saying? You ain't got to hope in your supervisor. Then you need a little bit more information. You ain't got to hope in your family. Then you need a tad more content. But to hope in God, you need nothing but him. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So you can always pull on and withdraw and access hope. Because God is always, that's impenetrable. Nothing can take my hope, right? And then we talked about, of course, praise. Praise is a weapon against that. We talked about the helmet of salvation. I'm not off of that yet. The helmet of salvation, the helmet of the hope of salvation, the helmet of salvation, salvation. Being saved is literally being saved from you. You can be saved from just thinking about yourself 24-7. That's what salvation does. It gives you another train of thought. Because if not, you just be thinking about you, your, your, your worries, your confusion, your, your parents, your, 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 your. Salvation saves you from you. And if you don't think you're that bad, you will never receive Christ. 
as Savior. My wife said a little bit earlier, and then I'm, I'm going to go into this. Don't let responsibility transition you into bondage. You understand what I'm saying? Some people out here are very uh, uh, meticulous, like my wife. Very T-crossing and I-dotting, like my wife. There are certain people who are very orderly, like my wife. <laughs> Some people who just has all their ducks in a row, like my wife. I'm just like, what's going on? What's going on? What? Oh, what? I don't think, I, as I go, I just, oh, it's a step here. Okay. Oh, it's a step here. Okay. Oh, it's another step here. <laughs> my wife is like, is there a step? Okay. How far is the step? All right. Is there another one? All right. Another one. Is that the same? Let me see. Two inches. Two. Okay. It's about, all right. Let me see. Let me. If you don't come down these steps and stop playing with me. <laughs> to the meticulous, I celebrate you. Thank you for being in our world. Keeping order, you're responsible. Making sure we got food, money, sense. Thank you to all the responsible people out there who hold your whole life together. You think about every end and you cover it. You cover every end. I celebrate you. But when responsibility becomes bondage, you can't shake it. You can't not think about something. It's bondage when you can't rest. God didn't give you responsibility in place of rest. I'm about to run down the aisle and then run back and finish the sermon. Responsibility is not the replacement of rest. I can't sleep, girl. I got too much to do. Girl, how can I rest my kids? Girl, how can I? Uh-uh. Take it down. And I don't mean sleep, I mean rest. Trust that week gonna be all right. Y'all got me doing my whole album today. I'm trying to relax. You gotta trust at some point, it's all right. Somebody let your jaw drop and just say, it's all right. Let's leave it open for a second. Like, it's all right. When you don't rest, it's something that you don't trust. So you're not being responsible. Oh, no, I can't see because I got to. No, you're not trusting. So don't let responsibility become bondage. Don't let it take the place of your trust in God or in people who God assigned to you. Even if they drop the ball, rest. They dropped it. You drop it too sometimes. It's okay. Ain't that good? All right. <laughs> she didn't like that point. <laughs> um, another imperishable, imper impenetrable thing we talked about last week is vision, right? First scripture says, when there's no clear prophetic vision, the people quickly wander away, but wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul. This scripture says, without a vision, people perish. It's another version of that. Without vision, people perish. I would have perished today or this week had I not had a vision. If all you see is all you see, then there's nothing else to live for. If all you see, and let me tell y'all something. If you're waiting 
on, on something to determine the direction for your life, you're already behind. Like, I'm waiting to see who the next president is going to be because that's going to determine whether I... Like, I'm waiting to see if you're going to propose because that's going to determine whether... Like, I'm waiting to see if I'm going... If you're waiting to determine the direction of your life for something, you're already behind. Because you can have the direction today through vision. You can know what you are to do right now. I'm not saying you'll know the future, but you'll know who you are supposed to be and what you're supposed to do right now. And that will bring you rest and peace. Look... It will fill your soul with heaven's bliss. I said it last week. You can go to the next one. <clears throat> when people don't accept divine guidance, they run wild. But whoever obeys the law is joyful. The next one. Let's go there really quick. Where there's no word from God, the people are uncontrolled. But those who obey what they have been taught are happy. Look at the end of it. Without vision, you perish. But when you follow God's word, you're happy. It didn't say you'll get everything you want. It didn't say you'll be popular. It didn't say you'll go viral. When you obey God, you're going to go viral. See, you ain't, obey, you ain't obeying God, Doc. Success, I'm telling you, when you follow God, people are going to, they don't say nothing about people. Don't obey God for your projected results. Follow him for the promises he made. Y'all want to be obedient to be viral or to be successful, what you consider successful. So let me obey God so I can have success in life. That's never the promise. When you obey God, you good. Whether you got $10 or $10 million, you good. Whether you got 10 followers or 10,000, you good. Whether you got one like or 1,000, you good. Look at your neighbor and say, you good? If you ain't good, it's something you ain't obeying. If you ain't good, it's something you're not trusting. If you ain't good, if something is perishing in your life, get vision for that area. Something is dying, get vision. If your marriage is dying, ask God for vision. But ain't no more vision, maybe you should call it quits. You ain't hear that from your pastor, though, because pastors never say that. If I ain't got no more vision, it's dead anyway. So, I'm at a point in my career where I'm changing, I'm changing, right? I'm in another place. So, I want to present differently. I love, the, you know, the choir behind me, all that stuff. But I'm looking like, something needs to change. My sound, my vibe, I'm changing. So, that is dead. I ain't got no more vision for that greater than version of Ty. Uh-oh. This is my testimony. I'm not talking to fans. This is my life. I feel like I go in artist mode when I talk about my career. Yo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, babe. Appreciate you so much. See, she renovating me while I'm preaching. Once I ain't got vision for it no more, it's over to me. When you don't see your relationship going further, you're ready to break up. Now, what are we doing? We doing the movies again? Okay. It's over to you because you don't have no more vision for it. Whatever is dying in your life, get vision for it. Your money. Most people don't have vision for money. They just want it. Uh-oh. What's going on? I, thank you for that little run, and you can thank you. I'm glad your row is empty so you can do that. We just want money but have no vision for it and wonder why we don't have it. What is your vision for the $10 million you want? 
Okay. Get vision. When you get vision, God will give momentum. You'll get energy. You'll wake up. We was talking this week. I was like, babe, what would you wake up early in the morning for? She said, well, not to take you to the airport. Just know that. <laughs> what else would you? So we was talking about what will get us up in the morning. Like, I get up 7 in the morning, but hey. Life is connected to vision. Energy is connected to vision. Momentum. Fatigue is gone when you got vision. I said, I'll wake up, early. I'll wake up 6 in the morning if I got something to do. Don't just wait, babe, wake up. It's, uh -uh. it's the day that the Lord has made it. I'm resting in it. But if I got something to do, I'm up 6.59 before 7. Because vision gives you energy. People ain't got no life just chilling. They ain't got no vision for their life. They can sit on the corner every day in Pine Hills. Block boys, they can sit there every day. They ain't got no vision. No more vision. They do got vision. That's their vision. Sometimes you need an updated draft of the vision for your life because you're not in high school anymore. Come on. You're not a kid anymore. You got to put away childish things. Some of us, it's time for a new vision. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? If God gave you a vision and you're walking in it, it's time for another one. Revision, right? It's time for revision. So here's what God is saying. From now to the end of the year, seek me for vision. You need vision for the end of this year because there will be so many things you see. It will be imperative for you to have vision this year because there will be so many things you're about to see. Between now and next year, the next couple of years, really, between Pastor Tay and Cindy Trim, we done got set up for the next 10 years here at Live. You are about to see so many things. If you do not have vision, you will become what you see. Did y'all hear me? You will become disgruntled. You will become uneasy. You will become uh, 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 unsettled. The, the, it's, it's all about to get crazier. And if you don't have vision for you and your family and your loved ones, you'll adjust to what you see. So vision has kept me. And I love this because it says, where there's no word from God, people are uncontrolled. And I know that word is like, they ain't going to control me. Another one says unrestrained. They ain't gonna it's not like bondage. It's like protection. Like I shouldn't be in every conversation. There's certain boundaries I should have. When I got vision, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Hey, Ty, yeah, yeah, no, oh, no, no. Why would you say no to something you once said yes to? Oh, I got. Come on, y'all. If you don't see nothing better for yourself, you'll keep saying yes to lower level things. You'll keep saying yes to what you said yes to a decade ago. Them yeses ain't get you nowhere. It's time for new no's and new yeses. Look at somebody and say, new no. New yes for the new year. <laughs> I'm not being like this for another decade. So I need restraints. I need to know what not to involve myself in. I need to know what not to expose myself to. That's a big part of vision. What to not look at. To give horses vision, they put blinders on them for vision. Okay, yep. 
In order for them to see the path clearly without distraction, they put blinders on for vision's sake. When you're asking God for vision, you're also asking him for blinders. <laughs> Your family going to think you're rude because I don't see it the same. I don't feel it the same. I know we cried last week. I ain't crying this week. I know I was depressed last I don't care this week. They're going to think you're so rude. Oh, my God, how can you? I've got blinders on because I got a new focus. I got new vision. I got new strength. I got new joy. I got new passion. Man, I can go all day. I got new conviction. New energy. All things new. Somebody scream, all things new. One more time, say, all things new. Vision requires blinders. It might be a few people you got to unfollow. Uh-oh. I ain't in your business. That ain't the Bible. I'm just talking. It's a few people I had to unfollow for my vision's sake. Sometimes it says explicit content. You know, you got to click the IG thing to see if you really want to see that video. Some stuff I just, I can't afford to be upset and mad that somebody else got treated wrong and dragged up the street and Left for the dogs and a white man hit the black guy. I can't afford. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Without the white man doing the black man wrong, I got stuff. Y'all ain't with me. That's how you keep. All right, let's talk about it. Y'all ready? Since y'all looking at me, let's talk about it. Nehemiah, in my closing, somebody say 10 minutes. I don't know why you said that. In my closing, Nehemiah was the cupbearer for the king. The king always had people test his drinks and his food just in case somebody wanted to poison him. So he said, here's your drink, sir. Give it to Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Okay, it's good. Thank you. Then he drinks the Fanta or whatever he has. The kingdom Fanta. <laughs> Let me laugh. So Nehemiah was the cupbearer. So he came before the king one day, and his face was jacked up. And the king like, what's wrong with you? Did, did my oatmeal, was something in my oatmeal? You can't come before the king with a jacked up face. Ooh, that's another. If natural kings can get that honor, if natural kings can get that honor, if earthly kings can get that honor, why can't we enter into the presence of God with joy? Don't do him like that just because you're going through. You don't have an attitude all in his presence. Come on, man. And half the people with an attitude ain't even pray today. You celebrate yourself so much because you're going to church. Who cares? I know no pastor say this, y'all, and I'm sorry, but who cares that you're going? You don't get points for going to church. There are demons in here. Yeah. Chilling. Like, I can't wait for him to shut up so I can get all up in your mind again. You don't get points for coming to church. You get points for obedience. Yeah. 
When you come to church, when you enter with thanksgiving, there go a check. Enter a course with praise, there go a check. Lift your hand and worship him, there go a check. Praise him anyhow, there go a check. You want a check? Obey! Yeah. No brownie points for coming to church. Nobody cares that you're here. Don't celebrate yourself that much. And don't think your whole life going to change because you sat in the service. I'm glad you're here. Hopefully this will help. But the answers you're looking for is not in attendance. It's in obedience. I feel like running <laughs> through troops and leaving. Has anybody benefited from obedience in the room? Y'all praise should have been a little louder to let everybody else know. It ain't about coming to church. It's about doing the word. It ain't about hearing the word only. It's where are my doers at? Can I hear you? So Nehemiah says, can I rebuild the wall, king? My face is jacked up, not because your food is bad, not because there was something in your drink, but my people are hurting in Israel, and the wall of Jerusalem is torn down. Can I go back and rebuild Jerusalem? The king says, go, borrow whatever you need. He got everything he needed. They started to build the wall of Jerusalem. When they started here and they was building the wall, the first thing that happened, like I told y'all, who came first? Haters, thank y'all for the front row. Haters, the mockers, they came, ah, <laughs> you gonna build the wall? <laughs> it's all weak. Look how fragile that wall is. It's about to fall. Look. <laughs> That's what they do when you're winning. I said, That's what celebration sounds like from a hater's perspective. all to stop the work. Nehemiah saw them playing at the wall, kicking the wall, talking about all this stuff. He said, Lord, I know you got my, he responded to God, not to them. Okay. Can I give y'all some winning tips here? Respond to God, not to groups. Leave y'all, are y'all helping? Are y'all with me? Let God be your go-to, not your frustration. Let God be your fuel, not your fuel. That's why you drain and ain't got nothing for your life, because you wasted it. You need that for you. You ain't got time to go back in comments. You need that commenting energy for when you're going through something on the way to church. Let me get y'all out of here, man. So they said, let's, 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 there's gaps in the wall. We repair they were furious, and they all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem. Your attack is not random. It's planned. Whoever hating on you thought about it for a minute. That's not a reflex. Look at her thinking she, oh, wow, okay, cool. Yo, I'm about to, man, I'm about to, and they go through warfare and surrender to it. I'm about to, oh, must be nice. I put a heartlet, boop. Excuse me for talking Instagram terms today. But your attack is not random. It is planned. And you need to know that. You need to know that. Because when you get attacked, I don't know what's going on in my life. I'm so sick of all this stuff going on. No, don't just think it's random. Ooh, what do I have of value? 
what valuable thing do I have that the enemy is after? I know my mind is innovative and creative. He might be after my mind. I know my heart is caring and I love people. He might be after my heart. I know I'm a good person. I'm an honest, pure person. He might be after my soul. I don't know what I'm faithful and I'm committed. He might be after my faithfulness. Find out what the enemy is after and pro protect it. So they had vision. Fighting against Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the place of worship. Somebody say five minutes. Jerusalem is the place of worship. Jerusalem is the place of worship. Anytime you see Jerusalem, you can think worship. Anytime you think Judah, you can see praise. Judah, praise. Jerusalem, you can just see that. Just give me your blocks right here, okay? The enemy will forever be furious that the walls of your worship are strong. He, he, he's attacking your place of worship. What do you value? What do you prioritize? He's coming after that. The enemy is coming after the thing you worship, which is your relationship with God. So they say, hey, come on. They, they, was, <laughs> they made plans, and they said, Nehemiah, come chill with us. Let's go eat or something. You've been in the kingdom all these years. We ain't never even chill with you, yo. Let's chill. Nehemiah! He can't hear me here from that wall. Hold on. Yo, Nehemiah! Come down. Let's go to Cheesecake Factory and suck. So go, go up there, sending messengers, text messages, DMs, friends. You know, Ty, when I hang with you, you know, just sending messengers, right? Nehemiah says, I'm doing a great work. I'm doing a great work, and I can't come down. Did y'all hear what I just said? You need to be so focused on your vision that you notice distractions because the enemy always speaks in pleasure terms. I'm about to run. The enemy does not speak in destructive terms. Destructive spirit, pleasure terms. Come chill with me. Let's go out and eat. Like, okay, let me. No, all to get you off the wall. All to get you to lose commitment and faithfulness to what you're building. You got to be like, no, not this weekend. I'm building something. No, not tonight. I'm building something. No, not this month. I'm. Is anybody building anything in here? Are you building a business? Are you building a relationship? Are you building your spirit? Are you building your mind? Are you building your body? Are you building your heart? If you're building something, you busy, boo. You booked. You booked. Somebody scream, I'm booked. I'm working on my mind. I'm booked. I'm working on my heart. I'm booked. I'm working on my craft. I'm booked. People who ain't got vision take every engagement. Are y'all hearing me? You ain't got to have a schedule. You got to have a vision. You feel me? In order to say I'm booked, it don't mean I got a schedule. It means I got something more important to tend to. In my closing, the enemy speaks in pleasure terms. So don't look for the enemy and be like, yeah, you're right. You should slap. Uh-uh. Pleasure terms. They won't say, you should slap her because, you know, it's like, you're always so nice to people. Maybe you should just don't, don't even. Pleasure terms. Terms that will feel good to you like, yeah. Terms that can only be justified in a realm called the flesh. If it makes sense to you only on that level, don't do it. When it makes sense on both levels, go forth.
So here it is. This is what I want to leave you with. Thank you all for coming. Next one, it says, so they built the wall. <laughs> this is what God told me to tell you. So they built the wall. And they that burned, bear the burdens were those that laid it. Everyone with hands brought in the work. And with the other, they held a weapon. One hand, they had the tools for the mortar and the rock to make sure that the bricks were all in place. And they, with one hand, hanging on a little string off the side of the wall, they just got that work, building what you're building. With the other hand, a weapon. God told me to tell you this, the end of this year, keep building. But build and protect. Okay, okay. We do a good job at building. We do not do a good job at protecting. We do not do a good job at protecting. While we're building, you can't stop working, but you can't stop fighting either. Are y'all hearing this? All God told me to tell you ain't nothing deep, but this is real. December, November, December is coming, and y'all know me. I don't really go by years like that, and I know God deals with years, but I'm saying January 1 is going to be just the next day after the 31st. You know what I mean? Ain't no new angels being released from nowhere on January 1. God is God today just like he is in 2021. Are y'all hearing me? Keep building, but you got to be aware of attacks. We get so caught up in what we're building, we're not aware that we could be. Just because you got vision don't mean you ain't got to protect it. Vision, I'm working on my mind. Is it going to be an attack to your mind? You got a sword in the other hand? That's the word. You, you understand what I'm saying? Keep building your career, but don't stop fighting to keep your convictions. You, you understand what I'm saying? As I'm building, I got to keep my faith. And in order for me to keep my faith, I got to fight off fear. I, build and fight. Build and protect. I thought of a shield. When I thought of protecting my closing. Thank you, Joe. You can play. I'm done. You ain't got no vision. You ain't got nothing to build. If you got something to build, you got something to protect. If you building your family, protect them. No, 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 no. We don't think like that. Remember? We don't think like that. Uh-uh-uh. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Remember? We said that's protecting. That's what I mean. Protecting. Uh-uh-uh. Let's talk about it. I thought we said keeping everything as it was while you're building something new. Don't let that lapse just because you're building. I thought of a shield. He said it's the shield of faith. <laughs> faith is another impenetrable thing. Nothing could shake your faith. You can only drop it. Nothing could take your joy. You can only give it. Nothing could take your peace. You can only surrender it. Faith Nothing can stop that but you. Stand up, everybody. Oh, yeah. Faith. The Bible says if you have faith as a mustard seed, look at this picture. Faith as a mustard seed. That's a mustard seed. <laughs> look like a glitch in the screen, don't it? It's a black hole. That's a mustard seed, y'all. 
If you have faith as a mustard seed, as a grain of mustard seed, it said, as a grain, that's one grain. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the midst of the sea and it'll obey you. My wife and I did a little study on this. <laughs> and most people say if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. The Bible never said a size. And because of that, we can explore a new revelation. Keep the size. Lock that in. I'm not trying to remove that out of your belief system. Add to it. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, whoa, if you have faith just like a grain of mustard seed, whoa, so mustard seeds have faith. Oh. Are y'all with me so far? I'm trying to walk in. Right. If you have faith just like one grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed. What we, I, when we studied the mustard seed, it is the strongest, one of the strongest plants. Once it begins to grow, nothing can stop it. The mustard seed is one of, the mustard tree is one of the wildest trees to ever grow. It looks like this. Go back, go back, go back to the truck, the, the truck, the truck one. That's the one I wanted first. So from that little seed, go to the seed. That grain had faith to become this. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? The seed had faith. It's not the size, it's the faith. Even a grain of mustard seed got faith. When, when, when mustard seeds see obstacles, it grows around it. It doesn't stop when a fence is there, it grows in between the fence. It doesn't stop when a bus is there, it grows around the bus. We need faith like a mustard seed that when stuff hit our life, we don't stop. We grow around it. We grow in the midst of it. When I got vision, nothing can stop it. I don't care if it's a bus. I don't even care if it's a rock. Now the last one. That's the one I really, do y'all see this? Do y'all see this? This mustard tree is growing through a rock. One of the most impenetrable elements on the planet, your faith can grow through. Your faith, your vision will have you plowing through the political debates like this. Your vision will have you enduring social dysfunction like this. Because the world is about to become a rock in their beliefs. They're about to be so solid on whose side are you on? And, uh, uh. It's almost like if you black, you better be democratic. Democrat, whatever it is, y'all know I'm full with that. It's going to be so solid that you're going to be like, your faith could be shaken. Your vision, what God told you could be shaken. But when you got vision and faith like a mustard seed, I don't care if the whole world is solid. I break through that in the name of Jesus. I break through confusion. I break through corona. I break through the election. I break through. Somebody scream, break through. That's how my life looked this morning. 
That's literally how I looked this morning. We had to break through certain things that were solid in our lives and still believe God anyway. Anybody here going to believe God anyway? Don't let that die, y'all. Don't do that. Don't do that. My kid, they just don't want to. Just, don't give up on people and things like that. Get vision for them. You ain't even got to talk to them. Don't let things just die and perish that you care for. Pray to God for vision for it so you know how to speak to it. Don't let your mind perish, Lord. What should I be thinking? Lord, what should I be feeling? Lord, get vision for it. And once you get vision, you're unstoppable. I learned that this morning, and I'm planning on learning that for the rest of my life. Are y'all with me? Where's my people with unstoppable faith in the room? Let me hear y'all. Thank you. Come on, babe. I said, let me hear y'all in the room. I don't care what your family thinks. I don't care what your upbringing believed. God gave you something. And even if you got to look like that, grow through it, man. No matter how hard it is, I don't know how long that took. Grow through it. If God gave you that, nothing can stop it. Paul said, even though I'm bound with chains and I'm in jail, he said, the word of God is not bound. The word is never bound. It has to perform what he said to do. It has to happen. It has to happen. And when you have faith like a mustard seed, you say, I got to happen. Tell your neighbor, I got to happen. I got to. I saw who God said I am and I got to happen. I saw who God wants me to be and I have to have. It has to happen. And nothing can stop it. In the name of Jesus. You want to say something? Let me pray for you all. I felt needed. felt really heavy to pray for you all today. I prayed on the way here for you all. Now I'm going to pray with you all as we all prepare to leave. Please, no walking. If you can. Yeah. Let me pray for you all. These are not the easiest of times. But yet Jesus says, my yoke is easy. So it's, it's, and my burden is light. If I believe that, I seek that. I seek peace. I seek rest because he said it's easy. I pray for everyone who's on hard times right now. Like that rock is on top of your vision and you can't break through. I pray strength in the name of Jesus. I pray breakthrough in your mind and in your heart and in your finances and in your families in the name of Jesus. May nothing stop the vision God gave you in the name of Jesus. May you protect it with everything you got. May you honor it like it's his and not yours. The vision God gave you, David, will make you face Goliath. I'll face him. Because he showed me I'm going to be king. The vision God gave you will make you face a thousand people, Samson. Because the vision God gave me was victory. So I'll face a thousand soldiers with a jawbone of an ass. The vision God gave you, Joseph, will help you endure the pit and jail. Because what he gave you is beyond what you're experiencing. Live. The vision God has given you is beyond what you're experiencing. Jesus is greater than what you're in. Live by that. In Jesus' name, I speak peace and comfort to your hearts, joy in your souls. And I declare, as the Bible said once again, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, 
Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. All right. Celebrate Jesus. I don't hear y'all live. I don't hear y'all. Celebrate Jesus. Louder, louder, louder. Raise it up. Oh. Celebrate Jesus. He's the king. He's the Lord. We've come to celebrate Jesus. He's the first. He's the last. We've come to celebrate Jesus. He's beginning. He's the ending. We've come to celebrate Jesus. All right. We'll let y'all go. Thank y'all for coming. We love you all permanently. Oh, yes. I forgot. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.